0: You're listening to God Stories Radio. God Stories Radio God Stories Radio, bringing hope and comfort through the Christian testimony. You're tuned into the God Stories Radio podcast. www.godstoriesradio.com.
1: And welcome to God Stories Radio. This is session 35. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. We have a whale of a session tonight. We do. We really do. We it's don't really have a guest. Well, Jesus is here. I he was going to say. He's here. Yeah, he's, he said he would come. You know, or two or more are gathered. We there invited he, there him he in. is. And when there's, There he is. There's four of us actually here. Three of us that'll probably be talking. Mm-hmm. Which is, all right. Well, uh, tonight we are Just going to wrap about the power of a praying husband, and uh, Trish is going to bring the wife's perspective, which Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about.
0: And the author is?
1: Stormy Omardian, we have determined. Got that that right. That's right. And for the record, that's the biggest Evian bottle I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) What is is something like five gallons or what? (laughs)
2: It is 1.5 liters. Holy
1: smokes. You're going to have to get up in the middle of the show.
2: I drink that much every day. You're supposed to drink that much every day. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, how much is you supposed to drink every day?
2: 1.5 liters.
1: Mm. That's,
0: I, that's Canadian.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Mike's been teaching a series to uh, a group of us men, The Power of a Praying Husband. And I kind of wanted to talk about it tonight, this being Session 35. And uh, I couldn't uh, think of a better way to do Session 35 than to talk about this. What do you think, Mikey?
0: Well, you mentioned it. We didn't have a, a guest per se. So you had mentioned, let's talk about uh, the study we're doing at Real Men. And I okay.
2: And I said, wait a minute. I'm familiar with that. I actually taught that about a year ago. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, From the woman's perspective, The Power of a Praying Wife. So I'm I'm glad that
1: you did that, Trish, because I I, um, definitely want a woman's perspective. I mean, me and Mike can sit here and talk all day long about, you know, how a man views things and things like that. But, you know,
2: the thing that I like the best about this book is as you. Both know I'm not a big prayer warrior. I mean I'm a prayer warrior, but I don't like to say my prayers aloud. And this book has prayers that cover everything mm-hmm. for your you know, mm-hmm. for your husband. There's like if your husband has problems with finances, if your pro if the problems are with his work, if the problems are with his affection towards you, his sexuality, whatever it is, this book has a prayer to address whatever that issue is. And I love that about this book. And as you can see, mine has like asterisks all over it and underlining and stars and pretty pictures. As it should.
0: (laughs) Yes, it should.
1: I do got to talk about a personal experience concerning the book it uh it tends to reveal things you know i'm a single guy i know mike's a single guy trish is the married one of the bunch but um you know i have always heard that the book will prepare you on how to pray um for your spouse um and to teach you and train you um in the ways of uh, to care for her before she even comes hmm. well I, uh, I didn't realize that I had been carrying around this, this root of bitterness in my heart. And when uh, Mike had actually come to me to, to co-teach it, and I said, sure, I'd be glad to do that. But the closer we got to it, the more angry I got. And mm-hmm. I, I just didn't realize uh, what was going on. And, and, you know, the first couple of sessions that we had, uh, I thought, you know, I'm just not the right guy for this. And I'm not going to sit and listen to a bunch of guys whine about their wife. You right. know and
0: I and we don't have them
2: and and they do. And go home alone right
1: that's right you that's know, what I was thinking and I you know as I told the guys the other night I wished I would have had a chance to repair
2: mm.
1: what I did wrong
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but I did not so um, I really had a bad attitude but I never missed I kept coming back and even you know I would hack on the first couple of sessions but you know I'd look over the homework I wouldn't do the homework. But I still read the book, and I was comprehending it was still feeding my spirit. And then just about six weeks in, I realized, you know, Fritz has got a problem here. And uh, the Lord revealed to me that you've got some bitterness issues to deal with, and we need to handle that, you know, right now. And so that's one thing that the book did for me, was showed me that I still had some baggage in my spirit life, that i hadn't dealt with mm-hmm. i mean it dug it right on out
0: and you uh called it out on monday night
1: i did mm-hmm. and i i knew you were going to ask me when you started that question you went around the room and yep and uh what is what is the session done for you and i said oh Mikey's going to ask me and i'm going to have to be honest <laughs> but i
0: did change the question to a certain form but i didn't know what was going on i did change it when i asked yeah
1: as i hadn't shared that with you previously right. i don't believe
0: right but when i picked up the book To get ready for the lesson on Monday, uh, I felt God tell me, and he said to me, ask each guy, who or why did you decide to take this class and do this study? And, you know, there was a, you know, everybody had a different answer pretty much. No,
1: there was no mistake in that.
0: No, there wasn't. Um, But I also anticipated that the homework wasn't going to be done. And as I looked at it Sunday and saw the questions, now this happened on Thursday. God's question, and now Sunday I look at the questions and all, and um, uh, I just anticipated that uh, homework was either going to be done, or and it, the question didn't basically say ask your wife. Was it did a couple of the times, but those questions definitely needed to be asked to the wife, how what she thought, as opposed to you are thinking. Well, okay
2: but yeah here's the irony of it all i have to thank you fritz for for one thing because fritz we were talking around i don't know it was sometime in november december and he said have you ever heard of a power of a praying husband it's a great book you really ought to get it for your husband jim and i said you know what I'm going to do better than that because he's not a big book reader person. He said, I'm going to get it for him on audio and he can listen to it on his way to and from work. I thought that'll be perfect for him. So I ordered it for Christmas. It was it came a little bit after Christmas, but I gave it to him. I said, this is a belated Christmas gift for you. I want you to take it and listen to it. Do you know that he actually came home to me two weeks later and said "Um, we're going to be doing this study now and he told me that Mike was going to be the one and you were going to be the one teaching the class and he was going to be taking the class and one of the guys at Real Life had gotten a bonus check or something and said that he didn't want anyone to go without and that he was going to buy every one of the guys a book so they would have it. Yeah, he sure did. And, you know, some, some people, that could have been just the thing. That could have been just the excuse that, you know what, I'm not going to do this power of praying husband because I don't want to have to put the well, money and, out and for you the know, book. The,
0: the, the thing about it is, too, when I received them in the mail, all of them looked like they weren't even touched, not weren't even. even opened. Wow. And that's the sad part about it.
2: Yeah, the gems. it had an inscription from, it looked like maybe a wife or something.
0: Some of them did have inscriptions inside, but again, I'm telling you, the books did not look like they were opened at all.
2: They weren't beaten up like my book, where it's Mm -hmm. got all the underlining. Well, that was one of the things when the woman that taught ours, Tanya Nagler, she specifically said, when you're reading through the book, when something jumps out at you, I want you to underline it. And if it really is, like, screaming at you, I want you to put a star by it. So now when I look back at my book, I'm like, oh, yeah. And when I read it the second time around and the third time around, different things are screaming at me than what were screaming at me the first and the second time that I I looked at it, you know? The one thing that I wanted to bring up was um, it also talks about not just – how you pray for your husband, but it talks about the woman and like um, Proverbs 31 and what a godly woman is. It describes a godly woman. Um, It says, when you're praying for yourself, his wife, remember this model of a good wife from the Bible. It says she takes care of her home and runs it well. She knows how to buy and sell and make wise investments. She keeps herself healthy and strong and dresses attractively. She works diligently and has skills which are marketable. She is giving and conscientiously prepares for the future. She contributes to her husband's good reputation. She is strong, solid, honorable, and not afraid of growing older. That one's underlined for me. She speaks wisely and kindly. She doesn't sit around doing nothing, but carefully watches what goes on in her home. Her children and her husband praise her. She doesn't rely on charm and beauty, but knows that the fear of the Lord is what is most attractive. She supports her husband and still has fruitful life of her own, which speaks loudly for itself. And that's from Proverbs thirty one, mm-hmm. and it you know it, it, when we got together in our life group every week, we talked about how to be a better wife, how to be a better wife, so that your husband will be. Mm, I don't want to say a better husband, but
0: you would. Um, that's the word I want? It would uh, not push him forward, but give him confidence to go forward.
2: Right. To make them want to be a better man. You're mm-hmm. a better woman to make him want to be the better man. Right. Exactly.
0: And some of that is in the, this book as well, our, in The Prong of Praying Husband. Uh, and in the first, few, the first set of chapters that we went through, um, it mentioned it quite a few times that, uh, yeah, the book is called The Power of Praying Husband. But it also mentions that you should be praying for yourself mm. before you go any further.
2: It does that several times in our book as well. Mm -hmm. And I love, we had homework um, every week. We had homework. And I won't go into graphic details, but (laughs) some of it was quite interesting. But um, my husband says, I don't remember you asking me questions when you were doing Power of a Praying Wife. And I said, well, I didn't tell you. Okay, now I'm going to sit and do my homework. Now let's do this. I just had it like a conversation. You know, I asked him, Is there something that you would like me to pray for? I'm, I'm doing this class, Power of Praying Wife, and I want to know, Is there something specifically that you want me to pray about for you? And that was it. I didn't.
0: Right. And it's the same thing it asks in here. I didn't know, have the book the
2: there, just, you know, I just had it like a conversation. And then um, I said, do you remember when I was, like, putting little love notes in your lunchbox and taping up, like, cute little messages on the mirror in the bathroom for you when you got up in the morning, it was there for you? And, yeah, that's when I was taking the, that's when I was taking the class. So I got to break that book out and start.
0: I was just going to say, has <laughs> that
2: stopped? Well... <laughs> Uh-huh. let's just say
1: something that I always uh, uh, argue with argue with myself quite a bit and I never win <laughs> but uh, you know where she asks "Does why doesn't Michael ever have to change why am I always the one that has to change I, I like it how uh, God you know spoke to her and said you know kind of the same thing that you you told Polly right. that night that, that God's not really going to it's not that he won't honor you when you're obedient, but you're not going to see the full fruits of it until that forgiveness and that change of attitude is manifested in you right and um, I think that's the whole reason I got involved with this right or I would that I would have carried maybe that root of bitterness a lot longer
0: well to go back where this uh, where the book came from, you know that time when uh, some of the groups had uh, the the leaders weren't there, and this guy Eric came to our uh, to our group and he sat in in our group and then you know we were going probably well halfway into the time, and then I don't know it touched upon something and something else and then he brought that up the power of a praying husband, and I'm riding home from that group that night and I'm all of a sudden it hit me, and I says I'm supposed to get that book, aren't I? So I bought it and I read it, and I said, "Wow!" Yeah. And then, as I'm reading it, about the second or third chapter, I heard God say, "In my spirit, I need you to take this to the guys." <clears throat> so that's what I'm doing. And you know me; I've asked the question too: Why me? I'm not even married. Yeah. But I'm I, like we said at the beginning. I think He's preparing me for uh, God's gracious gift.
2: This these books, I mean, they're wonderful. If your marriage is in trouble, these books will cover it. If you're not even married yet, but you plan to be, it's got that covered. Mm -hmm. You know, it just touches you wherever you are at when it comes to your marriage or your wanting to be married or, you know, even if you have a good, solid, strong marriage, who could not use prayer? Amen? Right.
0: And um, one of the the guys in the group, and it's definitely what I'm going to do, he says he has his Bible right there in the nightstand by the bed. He says that book is going to live right next to it from now on. And I'm going to do the same thing. That book is The Power of a Praying Husband is going to be right next to my Bible all all the time.
2: Yeah, I was embarrassed because when you guys said we were going to do this tonight, I thought, where's my book? My husband's doing the study right now. He's praying for me, and I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning. 3.29. To be exact. (laughs) Looking for my book. (laughs) So maybe mine needs to go back on my nightstand, too. I'll
1: tell you, I I keep it on mine. That's for sure. Because I learned some things about myself, you know, nevertheless preparing for a spouse. Right. Mm -hmm. But I learned that I had to deal with some, some things that were pretty deep in there. Yeah. And I didn't like it. hmm But, you know, now that it's out, it's manifested and I've dealt with it. Man, what a release. Yeah. Oh. I
0: could tell when you came out with it uh Monday night.
1: I was a changed guy.
0: And this book will change uh any husband that takes it to heart, for sure.
2: It's one of those books too when you're reading it, you're just like you can't wait to get to the next page and see what else is there. I I never looked at it as uh Got to do my homework. I mean, I remember my daughter was just, I think she was two years old when I was doing this last, and uh, she would lay down for her nap, and I would lay down next to her, and I would be reading my book, and I was just waiting to see what was on the next page. Um, and I really liked that, the prayers and the way that they're set out. You know, like I said, there's, there's something for, that covers everything. There's a prayer that covers every possible thing that could be going wrong and could be going right in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want, you want me to read a sample of one of the prayers? Sure. Okay. Just to give you an idea, because this is the one I like the best, because it's, it's about power of a praying husband, power of a praying wife. And this one is about his marriage. This is the prayer that you would pray to pray about his marriage. So it says, Lord, I pray you would protect our marriage from anything that would harm or destroy it, shield it from our own selfishness and neglect, from the evil plans and desires of others, and from unhealthy or dangerous situations. May there be no thoughts of divorce or infidelity in our hearts and none in our future. Set us free from past hurts, memories and ties from previous relationships and unrealistic expectations of one another. I pray that there be no jealousy in either of us or the low self-esteem that precedes that. Let nothing come into our hearts and habits that would threaten the marriage in any way, especially influences like Alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, lust, or obsessions. Unite us in bond of friendship, commitment, generosity, and understanding. Eliminate our immaturity, hostility, or feelings of inadequacy. Help us to make time for one another alone, to nurture and renew the marriage and remind ourselves of the reasons we were married in the first place. I pray that, and I wrote his name in, Jim, (laughs) because she said, write your husband's name in there. (laughs) I pray that Jim will be so committed to you, Lord, that his commitment to me will not waver. No matter what storms come, I pray that our love for each other will grow stronger every day so that we we will never leave a legacy of divorce to our children." And that's like huge for us right. because I grew have, up they without have a, a father. like that
0: mm-hmm. at the end of each chapter, depending on what the chapter um, title was. Right. And another thing I like about the book as well, and the Power, Praying, and Husband probably has the same in there, that uh, it has a section of the book that says, She Says. And that was where she had basically um, had a uh, uh, survey of probably hundreds of women and what they felt was important to them and each chapter again depending on what the title was there's all those there's probably about seven or eight things listed in each chapter it says she says so again it's coming as a majority of what they feel is important the the wives themselves
2: oh because we don't have that in ours and
0: this one does and i think that that is big on uh, on each chapter that has that in there uh, coming right from the woman
2: do you guys have the power tools in yes. the end of each chapter i like yes. that too because if you're not if you're not really keen on scripture and you're not familiar with scripture and specifically with the word the power tools are um verses let's see there's one two three four it's about five verses at the end of each chapter And for our homework, we always had to write out the verses, um, you know, on our notepad. And then um, we would have different things like put up a note and tell your husband five things that you love about him. And Mm -hmm. and at first, you know, some of these women are in there because they're not in a happy marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you're telling them to come up with five things. But we all talked about. Once we sat there and really put paper, you know, pen to paper, it was not that difficult to come up with five things. In fact, we would have to narrow our list down, mm-hmm. you know, from ten and whittle it down to five, or or leave it at ten and consider the homework done. You know,
1: I had uh, circled a little something I wanted to read, um, which was which kind of uh, lends itself to what I was experiencing early on. It says, our marriages would all be better if each of us were totally whole before we were married. But achieving wholeness can take a lifetime, and that's longer than most of us are willing to wait before we marry. However, often the very conditions we need for emotional healing are provided in the marriage itself. Emotional healing happens faster within the context of a committed, unconditional love relationship. Because the hurting person often feels safe enough to face the pain of the past. She or he doesn't have to try to hold it together or keep up an image or pretend there is no hurt. Mm. So, I mean, I, I see your faces. I look around the table. And I'm like, well, none of us have ever had a problem with that. No. <laughs> you know, it's like we've ever had to pretend that we're not hurting. You know, uh-huh. but that was me. You know, I, would, I, I, I wore the mask of false bravado for many years.
2: Well, especially men would probably have that, you know, reaction because you're not supposed to be sensitive. You're not supposed to be hurt. You know, oh, he hurt his little feelings, you know. So I, I can just imagine that that's most men would read that and, and it would hit a nerve.
1: Mm hmm. This book hits a lot of nerves, Mikey. So it does. <laughs> yes, it
2: does.
1: But I tell you, uh, if you're seriously want to get closer to God and closer to your wife at the same time, that's the book. It's a must-have. It's the book we should tell them it's what it is again. Have. The
2: power of a praying wife, or the power of a praying husband, and how did we decide her name is pronounced Stormy?
1: Omartian. Omardian. Omardian.
2: O M A R T I A N opposed to a martian that is not correct
1: that is not correct no no
2: and they also have um there's a study guide that goes with it it's and it's a real easy read i mean it's like how many pages it's i think under 200 pages the whole book right and you read a chapter a week and you have a meeting if you do it in the way that we're doing it Right, we are once a week. Once a week. One chapter a week. One chapter a week, and you get together, and you – well, the way we did it as the women, we went around the room and said, you know, what spoke to you in this chapter that you read? And people had notes, and people had things underlined, and, you know, I'm not going to lie, there were were tears shed in those meetings, you know? There were Mm – There was some true bonding. There was some real sisterhood going on there. And um, if you want to do a good study guide or a book with a life group, that would be one that you would want to get. And um, I'm sure you can find it on eBay or Amazon or buy it new, buy it used. Just buy it. Yeah,
1: just get it. Just get it. Just get it. That's for sure. You know, I opened the show, and I I was amiss because I I normally ask you how your week is, Mike. You usually do, don't you? I usually do, and I was so uh, excited to jump into uh, Power of the Praying Spouse that uh, I forgot to ask you how your week was. So I'm going to ask you because I know something happened this week.
0: Yeah, yesterday. Actually, a couple things went on this week. Um, But yesterday, um, I have this satan on my left shoulder i caught my left shoulder and i try to flick him off quite a bit Uh-oh. and he's always there telling me that uh, you know things aren't going to happen and you know you're no good you're not doing enough and so on and so forth and yeah i'm i'm denouncing him you know using uh, matthew six ten 10 and and um uh, uh, so i'm driving to work yesterday and um I'm going about 40 miles an hour down the road, and I'm almost there, about a mile away from the ch- the, 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 the place where I work. And um, I see this, I'm coming upon this, uh, something was squished. I mean squished, it like a 18-wheeler must have come right over it because it wasn't small Aww. either. Squished in the road. And it was only about a foot on the other side of the divided line. And I'm going 40 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, as I'm getting closer to it, maybe...
2: Oh, don't tell me it jumps up.
0: 10 or 15 feet from where by the time I got even with it, all of a sudden in the view of my windshield is an eagle. An eagle flies down and starts to land and opens up its wings and and stops right there where that thing is. And mind you, I'm going 40 miles an hour. There's no cars coming the other way, all right? And I'm only, by the time I get there and he gets there, I'm only about four feet away from him, and he doesn't wow. flinch, not once. and just landed right there. I know Boy. that was for, exactly for me. I had to have, I, I needed to see that. Wow. And the first thing that comes to mind when I see that was Isaiah 40, 31. And Isaiah 40, 40 31 goes, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That yes. was the first thing that jumped into my mind when I yes. saw that. And when I you know for that. sure that was for me. Absolutely. That was wow. unbelievable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Was it a bald eagle? Yes. Wow,
0: it was amazing. I just those you don't, you don't, you
2: take my breath away when I see one of those out. Because growing up as a as a young child, we would see them in nature preserves, and they would say, "You won't see it." They would say, "Take an the eye." Of a road. They would say, "Take a good look at this because you're never going to see one of these in the wild because they were on the endangered species right. for for years, yeah. years and years." And so when I see one of those in the wild. It takes my breath away. Yeah,
1: there's. I don't think there's a more, you know, majestic
0: creature alive mm-hmm. than that bird. It's in the Bible quite a few
2: times. And the there's
1: eagle. so many things you could read into that, too. You absolutely, know, the shadow of is. his wing and just go on for that all night. I know it was just for
0: me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the way God works. Yeah.
2: Gives wow. you what you need.
0: Yeah. And there was uh, another thing. I was reading, um, I'm going to a... Uh, a boot camp, a Wild at Heart boot camp by John Eldridge, uh, later on this month, and um, it's an advanced one. I've been to uh, two of the others, and uh, I just feel I needed to go. And uh, before I even decided or was thought I was even going to be able to go, I started to read the book again. It was just put on my heart to read the book, so I started to read it. Yeah, what's the book? Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, and um, I finished it. 2 weeks ago. And after I finished it, I was said read it again. He told I feel God said read it again. Again?
2: And you said again? So
0: I did. And then <laughs> so I read it again and I just finished it again today. Wow. And uh, cuz I only read one chapter at a time to let everything soak in and not go too far ahead and lose. So I read it the first time I read it and nothing happened. You know, I read it and you know, of course, you know, I read it a few times already, so yeah, the same stuff. But this time, the second time I read it, there was one sentence that just jumped right off the page at me like you wouldn't believe. And um, chapter 8, it was at the end of one of the sections. Let people feel the weight of who you are and let them deal with it. And that was just a wow for me. It was. So then I went back later after I told a couple of guys about it and looked at it to to see the context of it. Mm -hmm. And it goes like this. The world of posers is shaken by a real man. They'll do whatever it takes to get you back in line, threaten you, bribe you, seduce you, undermine you. They crucified Jesus, but it didn't work, did it? You must let your strength show up. Remember Christ in the garden the sheer force of his presence. Many of us have actually been afraid to let our strength show up because the world doesn't have a place for it. Fine. The world's screwed up. Let people feel the weight of who you are and let them deal with it. And that just jumped big time at me. I don't know.
2: Maybe somebody <laughs> need to hear that. Oh, I did. <laughs>
0: so I've been t- all week long.
2: I've been I've been so excited because I've gotten so much feedback from the show, from different sessions and just people saying, wow, that was something I really needed to hear. I really needed to hear that this week or, you know, so I'm excited that it's it's touching people.
1: Well, that's our whole agenda. It is don't have any other agenda except for that. But um, how do
2: they contact us?
1: They can contact us uh, on the website, which is godstoriesradio.com, or at the Gmail, godstoriesradio at Gmail. Also, we're on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Oh, not on Instagram.
2: (laughs) Not on iHeartRadio
1: yet. Yep. Still, uh, we applied for iHeartRadio, but I haven't haven't heard from them yet. We will. (laughs) They want us. They just don't realize it yet. Not yet. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so but mikey i gotta ask you when it says to to let people feel the weight of you is that more or less just uh what am i trying See, to I say you like par-
2: go heavy-handed yeah your personality yeah, just, your, uh,
1: what's I, your beliefs
0: absolutely all of that
1: all you don't of that. you don't
0: try to hide it you don't try to sweep it under the table if somebody hurt you or said something wrong to you don't say oh that's okay don't worry about it you let them know you know in a in a In a way, yes, you don't jump down or throw it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It says feel the weight of who you are, right? So, and that wasn't me. I mean, I always was, you know, okay, fine, hit me again, okay.
1: Well, that's the way I perceived it because I'm always an internalizer and and a a people pleaser at that. Right. And you you don't win that way because then you
2: just explode. You're a doormat, 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 and then yeah
0: and you know and i have been i've been you know if you've heard my testimony uh i was probably the biggest introvert you ever would have want to known and listen to me
2: now i know i can't even believe that and
0: um and and it has i've been you know guys been working in me and changing me
2: oh huge sure. you're like again, leading a group oh gosh, how many guys yeah. are in your group the Power of a Praying Men, uh, Power of a Praying Husband. It's well, got the
1: largest group there is. They, they've I actually think. tried to split us up several times, and none
2: of the guys will leave. <laughs> Nobody wants to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe
0: after last week.
2: They <laughs> he called yeah. them out. Did you do your homework? <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. Man, this has been fun, guys.
0: It was. Just yeah. kind of having
1: no agenda and uh, talking to the listeners, and but the... Uh, power of the praying husband and power of the praying wife thank you trish for giving us uh the ladies perspective Mm. tonight we really appreciate that thank you appreciate mikey for sharing uh he's been uh the facilitator of this for the last six seven weeks something like that we
0: well yeah seven seven eight we have to do seven all over again because uh yeah
1: well that was that was planned
0: it was i i Uh, figured the question that god told me to ask was going to uh actually take, take it past the point that it would be too, it wouldn't be long enough to do the study Mm -hmm. itself, the questions. And it it worked out. I prayed about it. And look what happened. They, you know, they had uh, the speaker that went long and then they had something about the leaders that had to go up on the stage and, and talk for about five minutes or anything else. So, I mean, it all came right down to, we had two minutes left before baptism and we didn't even touch the book. Wow. So...
2: Well, and if any of the listeners um, want to actually prepare, like, a a, a guide um, to go along with the study, like, which chapters you want to read for which weeks, like, for example, the the syllabus, I call it a syllabus that I have, is for nine weeks. Um, well, the
0: Power of Praying Husband comes with a study guide. I mean, it's separate, but there is
2: one. Oh, Okay the this is just so you have like an intro class and then um the the chapter one and chapter two is second class so you have class one class two class three like that
0: we just go by the chapters and again there is another book the same size as the book you know a, a, called the, the power praying husband study guide study guide okay and it has the questions and it's like 10, 10 questions questions each chapter
2: Oh, Oh, is that what you guys are doing for the homework? And you've seen those questions. Yes, I have.
0: They come from the study guide.
2: I didn't know that's where they came from. I Mm. thought you made them up. Oh, I wish I did.
0: (laughs) Oh, they'd
1: be a lot easier if Mikey made (laughs) them up. Yes, they would. (laughs) Yes,
2: they would. I thought you just had your work cut out for you, Mike.
1: How do you ask your husband to take out the trash? (laughs) So. Hey, we want to uh, we want to welcome Tina tonight for coming on the show. Well, she Hi, hasn't Tina. been on the show, but she's been sitting here with us. And uh, Tina heads up the uh, Soul Singles Ministry at Real Life. Wow! Yeah, she's taken that on, and uh, hats off to her.
2: Yeah, wow. that's yeah. How big is that group?
3: We have about. Um Maybe 50 followers on Facebook, and probably another 50 through the infellowship site on on the church. So we get wow. emails out to everybody who's hooked up with us on the church website, and then uh, people who are just uh, following our page get information you know daily so it's weekly. the singles
2: group wow
3: yeah it's been a lot of fun
2: we're gonna give north one a run for the money huh?
1: <laughs> well i promised i wasn't gonna call on her to speak and she's gonna kill me after the I'm show i'm sorry but i did want to i just wanted to promote the singles ministry for any of you uh, listeners especially if you're local for a long time you know i in my opinion I, i'm single mike is single it, it just gets overlooked In Mm -hmm. my opinion, and then, you know, my daughter's getting ready to be 18 and she she'll be too old to go to Catalyst and not old enough really to be involved with another ministry. So it's the it's the young adults and uh, even the older adults like me that a lot of times get misunderstood and overlooked. Sure. And um, Tina's done a really, really good job at putting a core group of people together to get the singles ministry off the ground i've and heard what, good things yeah what i really like is that we have really put an emphasis on family so because a lot of us are single parents mm-hmm. um so everything that we've done thus far has included our kids and we went to casting crowns the other night and i i could talk about that
2: mm-hmm. for a
1: whole session i'm so jealous oh my god it was good Laura's story and uh, oh. for king and country but yeah. I just wanted to admonish her tonight for taking on the duties as um, the singles, you know, ministry. singles ministry leader. And, yeah. You
3: know, How do they get in touch with you guys? Well, they can go to uh, the Facebook page, which is uh, www.facebook.com forward slash real life soul. And then um, we also they can get in touch with the church and uh, ask to be contacted. And we'll reach out to them also.
2: Okay, yeah, the website's www.getreallife.com? That's correct.
3: You know, we're just really excited about the ministry because we're taking a different approach than has been taken before. And this is really about an opportunity for people to heal and get support as well as to serve together nice and you know like fritz was saying have their families included and not be excluded from things
2: that's wonderful yeah because usually when you think about joining a church what do you do when you're alone
3: i think that's probably the the biggest challenge for single people a lot of people are introverted like mike A lot of people, um, they shy away from big crowds. They don't want to be putting themselves out there constantly or they don't have time.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, they're running on tight schedules. And this way they can just come out to one of our fellowship events and just meet some people in the same right, no No pressure. pressure. Just, you know, come out and hang out with some new friends meet some new faces and then the next time you go to church you'll know some people
2: I know I was jealous because you guys do some fun stuff and I'm like heck on it that's going to be so odd if I tell my husband I want to go to the singles thing with Fritz and Mike that's just not going to go over really well <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> I but I've wanted to join of, you guys yeah so. I
3: think there's a lot of people that are really enjoying some of the activities that we're doing but um, I will give a quick plug to the uh, real life 5k that's going on this Saturday oh yeah there's mm-hmm. so truly will
1: be. will be there DJing and, and playing background music
2: awesome yeah. didn't and, know that Yes. Yeah, ma'am
3: it's a fundraising to benefit the food pantry so you know oh. they're feeding hundreds of families across central florida so it's an awesome cause
2: yeah and it's going to be right at the lakefront in yes, claremont here that's
3: right and uh the race starts race i'm definitely walking but um it <laughs> it's starts a race at 8 Walk slash run <laughs> and you can also go to the church website to get uh To register for
2: it and so forth. So it's www.getreallife.com.
3: And then forward slash 5K if you want to register for the 5K. Awesome.
1: Awesome, too. I want to mention um, real quick that Tina is going to be featured on Real Talk, I think. uh,
2: Really? Yeah,
1: coming up here, and they're going to do a show on singles, or being single.
2: Oh, nice. So Tina
1: has been elected to speak on behalf of us singles. Great. We couldn't be more excited. That is very it's exciting. You'll have
2: to tell us when that is. Yeah. I record that every week. so great. I, I just caught up on the most recent uh, one. My husband and I both watch it together. So we have to wait till we're both available at the same time, which is a rare thing in our house. But And then we catch up on all the past episodes. So you'll have to tell us when you're on.
3: Definitely will. I'll definitely share that air date with you. Cool.
2: Awesome.
1: Hopefully we'll be finishing up. Aubrey's uh, change life story this week too. Mm. And Craig says he's got about eight minutes.
3: Can't wait to Already,
1: watch that. Already, I said, How, "What are you going to cut?" And he said, "Nothing. This wow. thing's going to be
2: eight minutes." Wow! And I went, "All right." I can't wait to see that. Wow, well, that finished me too. product is going to be amazing. I guess. still tell I tell people about her story every week. The person at the McDonald's taking my order, I'm like, you know what? This miracle happened (laughs) with this girl right in time for Christmas. Just how amazing is that? How incredible is that? Yeah, speaking of
1: 5Ks, she's actually going to be speaking at an Angel Flight fundraiser. Wow. At Orlando, um, not international, but the uh, the executive, Orlando Executive. Orlando
2: Executive Airport. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, and that's the people that actually flew her to get her well, liver correct. and kidney in miami yes in yeah. Miami.
1: and craig actually went out there with a film crew and got footage and they took him up in an airplane and and, and they interviewed steve who is the uh i think second in command out there at angel flight so i can't wait yeah those are all down.
2: volunteers right they're oh, a volunteer so uh, that's got to be hard to find a volunteer pilot a pilot they got a bunch of them and they
1: love to do it and a lot of them are old you know older retired military guys and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and they like nothing more than to soup up that plane and go
2: (laughs) and go and go get yourself some (laughs) organs you know it to look for excuse to
0: put it up in the air
2: you know it that's a that's a wonderful one (laughs) yeah and not only that you know you know uh,
1: we weren't beyond changing a pilot's life either that's right. And that's mm. that's another story. So. That's right. But uh, anyway. Coming well, to just, you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, for your input. Thank you, Tina, for sharing a little bit. Thank you. And I'm that sure. uh, wraps it up for Session 35. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. God, God bless. Mike.